when we were at Ikea, we were talking about like candy and treats. And he mentioned how one of his favorite things is licorice mm-hmm. cookies. Oh. Jason, you are disgusting. Oh, God, gross. Like no, because it. Yes. Is he not 65 years old? That's disgusting. But Did you grow up in like an old timey mercantile? <laughs> was that really the best treat you had available to you? No, but. How about some rock candy? Some in, lemon drops? You, okay, don't. What is it? East Berlin? Don't rock candy. <laughs> can, you, can you get me into the, the German club down here on the south side? That'll have to be a conversation we have off of air, but the short answer is no. Okay. Because I went there a lot as a kid and I would like to go back. Go to Klaus's. No, I'm not. I guess not Klaus's, sorry. Uh, Heidelberg. Why Cafe. did you make the Germans oh, yeah, sound no. like the Italian mob? Just now? Yeah. I can't talk about it on the, the air. big park. I know what you're talking about. Can you not just walk into I can this go building? To, like, it's a park, but it's like a very private. The restaurant is not private. It's not? Once, no, you can go to the restaurant. There was a player on Irvington who took me into an exclusive club once, and that was one of the fanciest experiences I think I've ever had, just because what I What was the important. exclusive club? I don't remember what it was called, but I did eat a tenderloin. I used good. to host trivia at the Moose Lodge on Keystone. That might have been and it. It was so smoky and awful. Yeah. And it was after the smoking ban had passed, and they would just be like, oh, it's a private club. And I was like, I'm dying in here. And they'd be like, have a free chili dog. And I was like, I would rather breathe fresh air than have a chili dog, but thank you. And I love chili dogs, but oh, gotta breathe. Could go for a chili dog. I don't know which one I went to. Speaking of posh things, not Indy City Football Live. Okay. This is not a segue. I, for I thought you, you were. I thought I almost went for it. But. No, I went to a Colts game this weekend. <gasps> and part of it was <sighs> I got to go to Touchdown Town, <laughs> where my dad's company had one of those like corporate tents. Yeah. With like the private bartender and a buffet and stuff. How, How many, was Touchdown Town? How many touchdowns did you score? Zero. Oh. Um, but I <laughs> met a bunch of people at my dad's company, which is pretty cool. Um, he was having a great time. I had a great time. Got a free brat. That's always a win. Um, Touchdown town in the saga of me getting old. It was very loud. <laughs> I like me and my dad were just standing there, which meanwhile, like my dad is older. Like he has the excuse. He is literally a grandfather now. And he's like, it's loud out here. And I was like, you know what, Bradley, you're right. It's loud. Uh, and then we like went inside and the Colts have the drum line. And I was like, this so, is loud. So loud also. <laughs> I was like, I'm not having a good time anymore. Ironically though, I had gone to an EDM concert the night before. Did <laughs> not think that was loud. <laughs> All of, of this course checks not. out completely. <laughs> I gave a, a, a tour this weekend to this couple uh, who'd been coming to the 500 for years. That hadn't turned four and she complained that the EDM concert was too loud because she couldn't hear the cars. In turn four? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's what like, I, I hear two. thumping and I want to hear the cars and not the thumping of the music. It's like The thumping is subtle. You know what's louder? My heartbreak each year when Roman Grosjean ca- crashes. But well, we don't, don't have to worry about that anymore. You don't worry about that anymore at all. Um, Prediction so, time. How many of these cookies am I going to eat by the end of the podcast? I want another one already. <laughs> Question, how many have you had? One? One. Jason, had you've one. had one? Mm-hmm. I'm going to cap you each out at three, and you're splitting the fourth. Like, you're going to have three. <laughs> Shit. Okay, so the Colts have touched downtown. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know the um, Indians have a similar area. What's that called? You know? 
Oh, the, I have season tickets that are front row on the dugout, as you may know. So I don't deign to go to uh, whatever their version is. Are you is. talking about the picnic Yinling? area? Yeah, just the fan area that's like maybe a little bit more that you can get. The lawn? Or there's like the Yinling corner where yeah. you can get mm-hmm. posh stuff. It's that corner we always walk by and I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. Here. yeah, yeah. I don't right. know if it has a name. Oh, it should have a name. Probably something with Yinling. Yingling. But the 11 Yingling. doesn't have anything like that, do they? Uh, they have the Heineken deck. Yeah. They have they more also, kids stuff too. But, but nothing and, like oh yes, touchdown town. Um, no. um, well, yeah, they have like the kids zone where you can like kick soccer balls at things and play little games. But yeah, they have no like. Should we get an igloo and have the ICF igloo at our games? Hmm. Like made of actual ice? Nope, just a cool tent where people can go chill out, maybe have a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> I think we sh- could look into having a zone, but I don't know why it would be an igloo. Because they both can start with I. Oh, Each team have a week where they have a signature cocktail. Yes. Katie Burge, I know you're going to hear this. Get on that. Ours is just a... Bush light. Oh, bush light. Why would you say PBR? A bush light and a shot of cheap whiskey. I was trying to think of the most like south side beer that I could think of. And I was just picturing like, okay, what are the canned beers at the top of Behringer's? And PBR was the first one that came to mind. I think because I was thinking specifically of tall boys, but bush light I think is more accurate. My dad drank a bush light this weekend. That was weird. (laughs) It's a movement. Was that a proud moment in your life? I was like, whoa, like (laughs) out of all the options, that's what he chose. Like I was not expecting that. How many of the 24 neighborhoods have a brewery? 24? Probably. Oh. High ch- uh, Probably like, I'd well, say it's... Uh, it's uh, I would doubt there's one in Miles Square. 18. Well, over 18. Over 18? I would assume Miles Square Over would, under 17 and a half. Where like Hallville doesn't have one. Well, I know Miles Square has restaurants, but I don't know if they have a... Oh. Uh, Specifically a brewery or a bar? Yeah. Like a brewery. Something where they're their own, like, so we, instead of having, like, a neighborhood cocktail, but, like, the neighborhood beer, like, this beer is brewed in Garfield, this mm. beer is brewed in Speedway, this beer is brewed in... I change it to over under 13 and a half. Yeah. I'd still take the over, but... I'll take the under. I took several overs over the weekend, and it Will didn't work out, Will any of so. us follow <laughs> up on this? I think we... No. Yeah, probably. I won't. Huh? A committee. The brewery committee. Okay, guys. I Craft have committee. had a little bit of FOMO because on a Sunday, you guys did something. Saturday. You did something without me. I told you to because I was busy. But we've been tossing it out for a while. It's a thing we were going to do. Had a panic attack? <laughs> no, you guys went to Ikea. We I went mean, to the Kia. We also had a panic attack. <laughs> just one of us. Why not both? <laughs> Not at Ikea. Ikea. (laughs) It's a nice day for an Ikea and a panic attack, I always say. You've never been there. You could get one. I've been to Ikea. I know. I'm just saying, if you've never been there your first time, I mean, it's a little overwhelming of a store the first time you go. I fucking love Ikea. So you guys went because you both recently moved Mm -hmm. and Shelby needed forks. Mm -hmm. I think I have uh, 20 large forks now. They will be counted and Bella... We will do be, inventories. We'll be doing <laughs> quarterly inventories. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. 
Okay, Finn's so excited to have more silverware in the house. Mm-hmm. He was really, it was lacking for him. I'm Shelby, excited for you. We'll start with you. Did you get anything besides the forks? Food I, and furniture, both. Here's the thing. I got the most stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can still start with me if I can remember <laughs> everything. Okay, um, starting with my favorite section, which is right at the end, the as is section. Same, yep. Love it. They had a massive case of rainbow bucket hats. <laughs> and so I got a new rainbow mm-hmm. bucket hat. Which I thought you were going to say you bought the whole case. Two <laughs> rainbow bucket hats that I own. Which is one less bucket hat than cookies you're going to eat tonight. Correct, correct. correct. Uh, which was fun because I got to wear that hat to the concert. Perfect. It all ties together. It was beautiful. Um, I don't remember if I get anything else in the as is section. Uh, Ikea is leaning into Gen Z fashion. They said, we hear you. We see what you're doing. We're also going to do it and we're going to keep it cheap. So the hat was like $5, yeah. which is amazing for like an actually decent hat. They are making bucket hats out of the blue Ikea bags. Yeah. Also like $5. They have seasonal Ikea bags. You can get a Halloween like jack-o'-lantern style bag. Amazing. You can get a pride bag which is like the true rainbow stripes i have one the hat was mm-hmm. like pastel kind of like the colors bleed into each other uh but the bag is just like straight rainbow so i got me a little one of that which was like a dollar fifty insane they made a tiny keychain keychain size ikea bag i am obsessed with it i don't know what i'm gonna put you in it like it all doesn't the matter all the gimmicks <laughs> Um, a lot of stuff for Finn. So we got him multiple aprons so he can do crafts and eat, both of which are messy. Um, we got all of the silverware. I got some art for my kitchen. I got him the rug. The rug. He has the rug. the rug of roads with the hospital mm-hmm. and I know the, the rug. school. Every Midwestern person. Carrie, did you have a rug? Knows the rug. No. That's why Carrie and I. There was no IKEA near us when I was growing up. It was not IKEA exclusive. We okay, but we also had like every room in our house was carpeted other than the bathrooms, including in my young childhood the kitchen. I've never seen that start. That is that. Yeah, yeah, sounds accurate. Yeah. So uh, Finn has the rug now. I'm so excited for him. Any like furniture Um, that you have to put together. No, no furniture, because most of the furniture in my house is Ikea. Okay. Like Mm -hmm. our, I think both of our couches are Ikea. Most of our bookshelves are Ikea. The big storage thing I have in the dining room is Ikea. Bed frame, Ikea. Bed frame downstairs, Ikea. It's all Ikea. Um, Is there anything else I bought? I feel like I'm forgetting something. Got Finn a soccer ball, a little plush soccer ball. Um, he likes to chase it around like a dog, which is interesting. Him and Truman play the same way, <laughs> the same way where they have it. And then like, quote unquote, accidentally kick it out like a couple feet in front of them. And then so he'll crawl, but Truman will like get up and pounce and then get it and then accidentally move it two feet away. And so it's just kind of playing chase with himself. It's adorable. Uh, some lint rollers Ooh. for Truman. Oh, I got koalas. I... My friend uh, mentioned one time that he was hanging out like a little koala, just the way that he was holding on to me, and it melted my heart. So now I'm getting everything koala for him, and That's I call him my little koala. 
amazing. And it's specifically a big koala and a little baby koala, and they came together. They have so many stuffed animals they at do. Ikea. They, so I, I have- It's like, love this list. I have <laughs> a bone to pick with who's creating these animals at Ikea. They have a pig that had nipples. <laughs> a stuffed animal pig who had all of his nipples. You know what a stuffed animal doesn't need is nipples. And I feel very strongly about that. It is weird. Uh, but they have. Do you little... feel the same way about udders? Oh. Udders are a little different. You can't have a cat without the udders. I thought you, you said cat as first. <laughs> Unless cat it's first. like a bull or something. <sighs> okay, That's so a no good, nipples. Like, philosophical Do you question. feel like the nipples on the stuffed animals are a safety hazard also? No, because they were just sewn on. It was like literally just a ring, a sewn on ring, like just the thread. There was no extra fabric on. It was just. I just like love learning more about you every day. That I don't like stuff. <laughs> just certain things you like really dislike. Um, be, it's weird. Um, but they also had these little spaceship looking stuffed animals. And mm -hmm. it was literally a spaceship that you could unzip. And then they had a bunny and a bear astronaut that you could put in a spaceship. They had so many, their kids section has just exploded. Um, they have a bunch of stuff that I want to go back for. Lisa talked me out of a lot. <laughs> like she literally would just like look it up on Amazon. She'd be like, Shelby, this is $10 cheaper online. You don't need this today. Cole, you're very welcome. I did not let her girl math as hard as she wanted to. Oh, the girl math was strong. Was Cole there to super? No. Okay, this is starting Cole to make a not. lot and more every sense. Every time I put something in the cart, we would all kind of look at each other and be like, Cole could have prevented this. Yep. Uh, I almost bought, no, I'm not going to say what I almost bought because I'm going to buy them in the future and I don't want Cole to stop me. Okay, thank you. Bye. <laughs> Incredible. Um, Liesl slash Kyle, do you guys want to go next and then we can wrap it up with Jason? Yeah, that's fine. Um, so we got some new storage bins just because we've got a lot of little stuff that I don't want to see. And then we got an organizer for bedding that hangs in the closet. I'm super excited about that. I'd like to see that before I leave later. Absolutely. Thank you. And then did I get anything else? I was very good this trip. This is a very practical sounding Ikea trip, especially coming off of what we just heard oh yeah i bought the bag it came in everything came in but i feel like oh and i bought lights for our patio and so they're hanging up so when it gets dark we can hang out out there amazing i bought <laughs> no furniture no items that are no longer with me I simply bought two veggie dogs. If you've never had the Ikea veggie dogs with the mustard and the crispy onions, they slap. Um, I've heard they slap just as hard without the mustard. I don't know, man. And I got one regular hot dog as a control group because I figured you had to have it. <laughs> um, also good. And I had the uh, flat uh, lingonberry, um, like still drink they had. It was very good. Fan of lingonberries. And that was what I bought at Ikea. That's their like signature flavor, mm -hmm. isn't it? Mm -hmm. Correct. Is that an Ikea exclusive or is this like super popular in wherever Ikea started? I think, it's I think it is a Swedish tradition. Mm -hmm. Jason, <clears throat> tell us about your Ikea trip. So we already kind of went in knowing what we were going to get. Um, but we found a couple of little things along the way, like 
these two glass water bottles. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we were looking for a hook. They were out of it in the one section. We went through the as-is and found one of those hooks. Mm-hmm. Incredible. So we got our hook. And then um, right there at the end, we knew we were going to get some Eckets. And I had never picked out furniture from Ikea before. What's the word you just said? Eckett. I don't know what that means. It was the style of bookcase. Like, you oh. know how they have all the... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I was like, I've never heard of an Eckett. You never heard of an Eckett? I get ads for them all the time now. I asked for some help from the group about finding... Um, an Eckett? ...where this would be on the shelf. And I think we walked like 20 feet down the aisle, and there they were. So there they were? We got three Eckets, and I got <laughs> I home... I that word. Stop <laughs> I got home, I built them, and then I realized that you had to have a whole different item to actually hang them up. So I went back to Ikea on Monday morning. Is it called a Hecate? No, it's just still an Eckett okay. bracket or something. Eckett bracket? A Beckett. A bracket. A bracket. Um, so Too close to Brexit. I was about to say Brexit? We finally, I have like all the pieces now to actually hang up my Eckets. We were going to do it last night, but then we couldn't figure out the best placement. As you know, sometimes that can get difficult in a new place, so they're still just sitting on the couch. You're doing the best you can. We'll get them up here soon. Well, guys, I'm jealous that I missed that, but as you know, I was playing in some German festivals. I was going to say, you did some other European nonsense. I did. Yeah, I saw a bunch of photos. Just played three shows in less than 24 hours. Had a wild time. And uh, we've got two more shows coming up this weekend at Googman House and a Half Leader, both sponsors of Indy City Football, both having October House parties this weekend. I'll be at both of them. Come check it out. That's what we like. Is Heron Morton having a big... Should we actually start this podcast? Well, does Heron Morton have an Oktoberfest coming up? Or do they already do theirs? Did you play in Heron Morton neighborhood? They do not have an Oktoberfest. Someone has a, a sausage fest. That is St. Thomas Aquinas Church. Yeah. And it was two weeks ago. Isn't that Fletcher Place? No. No, that's the Italian festival. Yes. I was just trying to get some tiramisu at the Italian fest, and they tried to show me abortions. Oh. Mm. You know who recently had tiramisu? Behringer's. Was it good? Uh, I think Justice liked it. You'd have to ask him. Him and Kaylee got it and split it. Um, bless Justice's heart, and he's going to be mad at me that I talk about this on You're, the podcast. Uh, every time, I've heard you tell the story like four times, and every time you start it with, Justice didn't want anybody to know this. Well, but the good news is his wife has posted about it on Instagram now, so I feel like it's Here's a new segment. Game. Everyone has to tell something that someone told them not to tell. That's secrets. Not <laughs> um, and he ran face secrets, first. Secrets are no fun. Into a poll on his honeymoon in uh, Ireland. <laughs> Did not know it was coming. Told me that he got in a fight to defend his family name because his last name is O'Neill. He was in Ireland. And that just was not the case. He ran smack into a poll. Uh, hope your honeymoon's going well. We'll miss you on Thursday. What is this? It's obviously a very good league. This is podcast. <laughs> It's the only show on earth about neighborhood soccer. Soccer started. Yeah. Soccer started. I wonder where 10 years went. Indy City Football Live. Brought to you by Turketti's in Indianapolis. Cole and Shelby Street, Jason Chisholm, and Carrie Birch are the pot squad. Indy City Football Live. Is this a podcast? 
Allegedly. Fuck if I know. So we wrapped up our quarterfinal Indy Cup week. We did. We had two games. Carrie, you were part of one. Do you want to start with that? Yeah, so we knew that this was going to be kind of a um, a bit of an underdog story. It was Garfield AC, the only team left in League 2 competing for the Indy Cup against a really incredible Meridian Kessler team. Um, I did get to choose... Uh, whether to start on which side I wanted or not. So mm-hmm. I'm counting that as another um, win for the season in the coin toss, even though we did not actually toss coins. Um, you know, we did face some adversity going into the game. Garfield without Liam, our goaltender, without Danny, our backup goaltender, um, without Nate, our leading scorer, Chopay had to play goal, our other leading scorer. Um, 12 of our rostered players unable to make that game. And in addition to that, only one woman was able to be there for the beginning of the game until I was on my phone most of the game trying to, like, figure out a way to fill our team. And Haley Boer, one of our best human beings, um, known for playing whole games and bringing the whole team up. She's so great. Haley left her class slightly early and made it for the last like 13 or 14 minutes of the game. She was wearing a bright orange, I think sweatshirt. So I texted her and was like, I will throw my tank top at you. Cause I was wearing a Garfield AC tank top. I was like, just run on the field. I've already yelled to David to drop or to move up to mid when you get here and you move back on defense. And that transition happened seamlessly. Um, yeah. At the end of the so at the end of the half though it was one nothing and we'd mm-hmm. played down a person the entire time again without both of our leading scorers um, playing forward. I w- and wouldn't I wouldn't say it wasn't seamless though. It was noticeable from where I was standing that you started taking your shirt off. So here's the thing, guys: is I had purposely worn a sports bra leggings matching combo. You were in case that needed to happen. You were prepared. The other thing is that we just played super well. And, like, I don't think anyone was upset with that game. I think that it was a little frustrating that we had to play down. I think with our full and best roster, it could have been a very tight game, maybe even with a different outcome. Um, but the team was happy. Um, when we were down by only one at the half, and we had really possessed the ball quite a bit in the first half, like – Obviously, I didn't keep stats on it because I can hardly keep track of how many minutes are left in each half. Um, but I think it was a good game, and we held our heads high, and we left um, Meridian Kessler a very nice team to play. What was the final score? It was 3 nothing. Very, very good scoring, or yeah. very good mm-hmm. showing. Shout out to Chopay for filling in at goal again. Um, shout out to the whole team, really. Haley coming late for class. Also, Corey Pizzo having, like, 20 very close goals in that game. Um, had some of them been just inches in another direction, mm-hmm. it would have completely changed the tie of the game. Um, but have to hand it to Meridian Kessler. Good luck in the finals, guys. You were a dream. And now we talked about the other teams playing, that there was a chance that Garfield could play Mapleton. Yeah. And you could get a chance to get back your Commissioner's Cup that they allegedly stole from you. Yeah. Well, Mapleton was playing Sporting Heron Morton on the other side. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you could not see their game going on. Correct. Her- 
Mapleton tried very hard at the end to give that game away. They did. Um, it was 4-2 in the second half, Mapleton leading. And somewhere I missed a goal, uh, and Heron Morton scored again to make it 4-4 right about a minute before the game was called in regulation. Now, normally we would have some extra time, but we started that game late with the weather that was going through. So we had to wave off any extra time and go directly to PKs. Now, I was going to text you all uh, updates for the PKs as we're going, and I got the first one out, and then Cole called and was, I need to, I need you to update this live for me, and I will keep score. Excellent. And there were times where, yeah, me or uh, I was up watching it with uh, Zach and Jenny Shorter from Upper Downtown. We lost track of the rounds and who scored when, but Cole was there over a phone to keep us on track. It went to the eighth round, and Mapleton won 5-4. Unreal. A Mapleton um, MKU final then for Mm -hmm. the Indy Cup. We're calling it the Battle of Midtown without (laughs) Midtown. (laughs) I think it's going to be a great game. Both, what are they, two and three now? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, they are two and three. It's going to be freaking awesome. Good luck to both. Um, It really showed Sporting Heron Morton is a tournament team. We've known this Mm -hmm. from the beginning. It's the reason the Indy Cup exists. And And they almost made it back to the finals again. And a fun note from Mapleton. I know Mapleton and Sporting Heron Morton played last year in the League One playoffs, and that game also went to penalty kicks. Um, Sporting Heron Morton had missed a penalty, and uh, Mapleton's best player, they will tell you, is Charlie. Uh, I had several Mapleton players tell me we think we'd have three less wins without Charlie. Um, Stepped up, and he actually missed a penalty. Um, It was his first penalty he had missed since he was in high school. He had said a very young age, and he buried one against Sporting Heron Morton. A little revenge. Little revenge. Good for Mapleton. Congrats. Yeah, Herod Morton put Mapleton out last year on PKs in the playoffs. It's going to be a thrilling final. Oh, and of course, it has to be noted that Sporting Herod Morton was also playing a player down the entire game. Mm-hmm. That does have to be noted. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> All right, but that is Indy Cup. Our final is when? When is our final? Thursday, September 21st. Show up, have fun. There will be food. There will be beverginos. There will be soccer. Um, and it will not be the only game of the night. There is another game happening that night. And it's our League One champion, Riverside, taking on our League Two champion, Intermonon. So, looking forward to a night filled with the Indy Cup and a little bit of the best versus the best. Let's talk about next week's games. Last full week of the season. Last ah! full week of the season. <laughs> season 10 is ah. almost over. I can't believe we made it this far. Mostly this podcast. Can't believe we did it again. <laughs> 10 full years of it's, a podcast. It's just so specific. <laughs> uh, do we want to start with League 2 or League 1? Let's start with League 1. Yeah. I okay. put them on top of the sheet, so. Okay. Kyle, yep. go for it. We've got some world beaters of games this week. Riverside City trying to go for the perfect 10-0-0 season against Irvington. Jinxed it. Maybe I did. Good luck, he Irvington. He just on them. 
Yeah. Yeah. In the next game, Mapleton FC, fresh off of an Indy Cup semifinal win, are going to take on Bates Hendricks FC, who have just escaped the relegation zone. More on that briefly. <gasps> wow. Athletico Pogues run and Sporting Heron Morton will do battle to see who goes down, possibly. Yeah, we were just talking about Sporting Heron Morton in the semifinal, but that is not translated the same success to the league table. Real Fletcher Place and Martindale battle each other. Martindale, very strong second half. Real Fletcher Place, probably surprising some people this year. Currently in fourth. And in another game that's important for the relegation battle, Havel CD takes on last place, Mass Ave United. Mass Ave need a little miracle here to get out of the relegation zone. Can they do it against Havel? We'll find out. And those are your League One games for this week. That's just your stats, right? What'd you do? Who I plays who? Listening. I just went to beer. We, who plays who? Oh, you did a who plays who. Yeah, was I supposed to do standings first? No, I just went to get beer and I wasn't paying attention. Okay. Wait. Cookie check. Did you just have a second cookie? I've had a second cookie. I'm still with one. Jason, you're still one? Kyle? I'm just having one. Okay. The box is right in front of me. Okay. Don't throw up at this Let's point. talk about, uh, you know, contingencies and kind of what's at stake here. Yeah, it's a doozy here at the bottom. So Martindale, uh, they were in the relegation zone for pretty much, I can't speak, the entire year. Um, really had some games that were super close. They continued to come out on the wrong side of them. Uh, they've been on a tear recently. Um, they're safe. Congratulations, Martindale. Way to turn that around. Everyone below them is technically not safe yet. Those five teams are Havel CD, Atletico Pogues Run, Bates Hendricks FC, Sporting Heron Morton, and Mass Ave in that order. Now, Jason and I were talking before the podcast about what Havel had to do because it's one of Havel, Jason's many teams. Um, <laughs> and basically, um, Havel, in order to go down, would need Maple or Bates to beat Mapleton, Sporting Heron Morton to beat Atletico Pogues Run and Mass Ave to beat Havel. And then Atletico Pogues Run would have to make up that point two in ICF points. And that would send Havel down. Lots has to happen for that. Havel, you're looking safe. Just get the job done against Mass Ave. We'll see what happens. Atletico Pogues Run. Once again, I will continue to apologize to Carrie Burge or Carrie Burge, Katie Burge for freaking her out every time I talk about this. I'm um, they play Sporting Heron Morton. Um, what's going to happen here? Sporting Heron Morton's in that relegation zone. Atletico Pogues run. You are safe with a win or a draw. Anything else? You kind of you kind of start to teeter into the danger zone. If you were to lose and Bates was to win, you'd be going down. Pogues win to the danger zone. You also have the chance to just go down if you'd like to. They don't want to. They don't want to. They're not going to. I like the fighting spirit. Bates, you have one of the only games that isn't against someone else who could possibly go down. You play Mapleton, who are in the Indy Cup final. It's a uh, difficult match. Um, no doubt about that. You are currently safe. However, if you lose and Sporting Heron Morton wins, or you draw and Sporting Heron Morton wins, it's not looking good for you. So you got to get the job done to make sure you're safe. Sporting Heron Morton. You orange, orange people. You win, you're safe. You lose, you go down. It's that simple. Even if you tie, you're going down right now on these points. Mass Ave, like I said, 
uh, needs a miracle. The storyline next to you is looking to next year, more than likely in League Two, unfortunately. But if you were to beat Havel and Bates and Sporting Heron Morton were to lose, you are safe. So, once again, come out swinging, see what happens. Who's going down? Any predictions? Any final predictions of who's going down? I think that we'll see a real season non-interleague game for the Commissioner's Cup next year between Garfield AC and Mass Ave United. However, we do have to get the cup back somehow from the alleged thievery of Mapleton FC. The others, like, man, it's going to be tight. Are we going to see all of Heron Morton show up? Or is it going to be, it's not a playoff game. I don't know. They don't listen. Do they know the ramifications? Like, And and here's the other other thing to keep an eye on is your 8-10 game and your 7-11 game happen at 6-30, where Bates Hendricks plays at 7-30. So they will know by the time of their game starts what what they need to do. And while, yes, they need to win, they will be certain of it. By the game start. It's anyone's call, Shelby. Who do you think is going down? <laughs> I think it's going to be these current two teams. I think Huron Morton and Mass Ave, which is insane because coming into this season, would not have expected that. I mean, historically, these have both been super competitive and super scary teams. And so to risk them, and then technically also, Miles Square going down, mm-hmm. that's crazy i mean we would have never guessed these three teams right Mm -hmm. no but would you have also been able to guess like the meteoric rise of meridian kessler united crazy yeah i don't know even irvington too well irvington's like a mostly new team i think but still good recruiting irvington was sitting at eighth tenth ninth then they did this jump to seventh and now they're safe at fifth it's wild and uh, we talked earlier a little bit about Martindale jumping up to sixth. They were in 11th two weeks ago. I have a question. Is there a way that between transit and social points, Pogues can make a big enough dent that they're safe even if they lose to Heron Martin? Um, no. It depends. I mean, if they lose to Heron Morton and Bates lose, Pogues are safe. Um, so that that's one circumstance there. If Bates were to win... Um, of course, Pogues could make up that two tenths if Mass Ave beat Havel. That is a possibility. It's just really going to come down to winning and losing. Uh, anyone else predictions on who's going down? Um, Mass Ave and Pogues. I love the Pogies. I really do. There's just something that feels like Bates is going to beat Mapleton. I feel like Bates has been hanging around all year. Um, the Mapleton people I play with in a different league are probably going to um, want to hit me after saying this. That's fine. You all are wonderful. Um, but they're just, it feels like Bates survives. And I think, you know, Sporting Harry Morton shows up when they need to. A Bates-Mapleton game is a rematch from the Indy Cup quarterfinals. Rematch. And that game was close, I believe. Went to PKs. It was. I don't think it went to PKs. I don't have the score of that game. Also, Bates has the momentum right now, which, as you know, I think is one of the most important mm-hmm. things you can have going into any game. <clears throat> League two, Shelby, do you want to do the lineup of games? All right, League Two, what's happening? We've got Southside versus Midtown. Oh, boy. Dark oh. reddishes. 
<laughs> yeah. Two versus nine. Yeah. Um, Southside uh, will be down some of their leading goal scorers. Chope, I can feel the conspiracy theories. They're literally in different countries. Um, in there. So Liam, come back. It, it is what it is, but we're going to throw it all out there. Try not to get uh, trapped in a trap game, as I like to call them. Mm. We've got FC Fountain Square versus Upper Downtown FC. This is a seven versus eight. Whew. Allegedly, biggest game of their season. The Tell me more. The thing I want to point out. I didn't leave that comment. About <laughs> Upper Downtown is they have scored 35 goals this year. That's tied for third best in That's League unreal. Two. Um, and they are in eighth. They're in eighth with a positive goal differential. Um, mm-hmm. That is in. How is that possible? This, Upper Downtown, what are you doing? Fountain Square and Upper Downtown, I think, have both been cases of they're lower than I think as good as their teams are. I think yeah. League Two has been very crowded this year. It's been very competitive. It's been very good. Um, so, you know, just a little bit of pride. Are you going to finish seventh? Or are you going to finish eighth for these teams? Maybe uh, you do a little ICF points. You get up uh, past Old North into um, sixth. We'll see. This will fit, This will determine their season outcome. Yeah. If they will finish seventh or eighth mm. or even ninth. Because if Midtown can come out with a victory, they could jump the loser of Upper Downtown FC Fountain Square. Also, is this going to be the year after this season where the Shorters decide to move out of Upper Downtown and into the team where their home is, which is Intermonon? Are the Shorters going up? Tell us more. Back to League One. The Shorters, shorters hit up our rumor mill Shorters. Love you both. Hi. Um, so transitioning from the biggest game of their season to the biggest game of the season. Whoa. Number Ooh. three, Sporting White River versus number four, Brad Ripple City. I These teams are separated by 0.9 points, basically. We talk a lot about very evenly matched teams. I've played these teams a combined total of three times this year, and <gasps> I honestly cannot think of two teams that are closer together. Um, and... At least League Two. I don't know much that's, about League One. That's actually funny because Garfield has also played these teams a combined of three times. And I just think that Broad Ripple is a much better team. Even though we did lose to Sporting White River, we lost. Mm-hmm. It was our first game of the season, and we're a team that notoriously mm-hmm. takes several weeks to get our shit together. We're Hufflepuffs. Um, but I think, I don't know. I'm excited to watch this game. I'll be watching this game. And. Mm-hmm. Sorry if I offended anyone on Sporting White River, but I think Broad Ripple is tough. I think they've gotten unlucky in a few games, including at least one against us. And mm-hmm. I think that they have this win coming. Yeah, and I think these teams had two very different missions going into the season. Broad Ripple just wanted to hang out and maybe get back to League One. And Sporting White River, for a while, we're going for a perfect season. One of those goals for one of those teams is still alive. The other one is not. <laughs> and maybe that's a, a little extra motivational factor. Um but both of these teams, I mean, through friendlies, I've played multiple League One teams this year. Both these teams could easily slot into League One and I think do really well. So whichever team wins or maybe there's a weird draw and there's some ICF points. I I have full confidence that both those teams will do great in League One next year. We have a six versus 10 Old North United versus Old Speedway City. Battle of the Olds. I would like to name it the Retirement Home Rumble. <laughs> um, I'm in. And I'd like to get them a cane that they play for. Each I year. love that. Um, because you got to love the Battle of the Olds. 
Also, we've talked about this a little bit before. Old Speedway City really struggling from rostering issues early in the season. Mm -hmm. um, Old North starting a little stronger and then maybe not finishing as strong. Um, this could actually be a really more exciting game, I think, than it looks like on paper. I like yeah. it. You know, Old North coming in right at mid-table. I believe they had gotten three wins to start out the year, 4-1-4, four, and four, so they cooled off a little bit. Um, see if they can get a fifth win um, and work to uh, building for promotion next year. In our last matchup, we have number five, Garfield AC, versus number 11, Near East United. Fun. I think that's going to be great. I am close friends with several people on Near East United. We've been waiting all season for this game. They're a team that has had, obviously, a tough season, some really tough referee issues, some people on other teams being jerks to them when they were already clearly ahead. Um, and they told me they are just, like, very excited for this game because they know it's going to be a friendly game, lowercase friendly. Um, it's going to be a good game, and it's going to be a fun game. I think a perfect way to wrap up the season. Excited to see what and, comes out of this and one. And a game of not real very many consequences for Garfield AC either way. Right. Um, so it's kind of, I think just going to be super fun. We love a no stress game. Now you guys can jump the fourth, which I know is not a promotion area, but so it you... is actually our real goal in the same way that you said that Broderable was wanting to just kind of hang out and maybe move up to league one. Our goal, both this season, last season and the season before have been to be the highest team that does not get promoted in league two. And you guys still have a chance and for that. And we could really maybe do that. And if you really went for your social points, you might. You're not going to make up enough points to, to get nine into tenths. promotion. But, mm -hmm. yeah. You can still get to fourth. We'll just see what Potentially. happens. We have one more matchup. And then I have a question. Okay. We have our... Can you layer audio? Yeah. I want you to layer <laughs> the bit over me doing this live. We have okay. our... Interleague showcase, showcase presented, by presented by at properties. I don't know if the beginning was the same. That's going to be It's going to sound terrible. No, it's going to No, it's going to be terrible. You're going to make Katie Burgess weak. By the end by the time we're done doing this podcast, we'll have a full, full song. Full, full song. <laughs> it's not going to be useful. One of them's going to be like these are just it's going to clash so bad. I'll see what I can do. I'm going to write a Kay. musical in the off season. But who is it? It is Meridian Kessler United versus Intermonon. So again, I mean, this is friendly. It doesn't have any consequences, but this is also like two top of the table teams. So like, I think this is pretty competitive considering Intermonon is guaranteed to go up. Yeah, they they're mm -hmm. like, they're locked in, right? Like this is a good- no, Even without this game, yeah. if Southside wins, they'll move up to just under a point. Shit, I just got very sad thinking about the fact that we can't, Probably won't play in Ramonon next year and beat mm -hmm. them. There's always the Indy Cup. And There's always the Indy Cup. With Meridian Kessler, if they win, they're not going to catch Mapleton. But if they lose, they could drop another position in League One. Even if they win. Well, no, no I'm sorry. No, it doesn't do. count. It doesn't count, you're Jason. Right, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. This is like Since that time not, when Cole got mad because we counted right. wrong. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Since they're not Jason, playing. get your head out of the Eckle. <laughs> Since they're not playing, their fate is up to Fletcher Place. And if Fletcher Place wins, 
they will pass MKU into third place. Wild. That's what I meant to say. Sure. Mm-hmm. Good recovery. I'll stand by it. Now my question. How do we get on a foot mob? Um, that would be I don't know the answer to that question, but I'd like to find it out. So I my thinking is I am Google so it. excited for the years to come when we can continue tracking teams going up and down between the leagues. Why well, have to get on the foot mob? We can just create our own app. No. That feels um, more difficult significantly. Because I know all you have, Jason, is free time and you're <laughs> a looking into software development. This is a league full of lawyers, not software developers. <laughs> um, Jenny Shorter has developed software for this that league true. already. That is oh, true. that is true. But I don't want to ask Jenny Corey Shorter Corey Pinto, you're a software guy. Any more work. Just yelling out software. Uh, Build us an app. Or I no. work in software. Here's the thing. Build an app like FOTMOB. <laughs> I mean, I know the answer is I can just, I'm just really excited about graphs. I love a good graph. Oh, I tried to have a graph ready for the day and I couldn't. So oh, I appreciate that. Fun with um, I'm really excited to start looking into our graphs after this year and just moving forward. That's all I was thinking about. Preseason predictions. And this is for Indy Cup? For this all. Because oh, it's, it's locked in. Who's going to win each? That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Starting with at Properties League One and Commissioner Jordan predicted. Real Fletcher place. Close. Sitting, sitting in fourth, could finish third. Yeah. Co-host Carrie. Oh, God. Bates Hendricks FC. <laughs> I'm only Close. laughing. I'm laughing because I feel like it's my fault, maybe, that they didn't do better. Because, <laughs> of course, I finally strayed from my perennial Martindale pick. They're not doing much better. Co-host J.D. Chish. Havel CD. Oops. <laughs> Close. Co-host Shelby. APR. Close. Man, that would have been a great storyline, though. <laughs> right? I think that's what I wanted. I just wanted to see them do it. At Properties, League Two Specialist, Cole. Radiant Kessler United. <gasps> He's also mm. close. Closer. I won't say closest. I'll say closer. Because even closer... League analyst, Kyle. Mapleton. <gasps> Close. Yeah. Could they pull it off? If they win and they all go volunteer, <laughs> they could do it. They could get six points this week. How many volunteer yeah. hours do they need? Someone else do that math. You know I can't do it. Cole, this lot. is why we need you. Cole, do the math. Three of us are sitting okay. seven, eight, ninth in the league right now. So Liesl, I'm the lowest. Liesl did not have a League One prediction. All right, let's go back to at properties. League Two. Commissioner Jordan says Southside Soccer Club. Mm, close. 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 Co-host Carrie said Sporting White River. Oh, close. Up there. It's not too bad. It's not JD too Chish, bad. JD Chish, Southside. Close. Shelby, Broad Ripple City. Close. Cole, Intermonon. Damn it, Cole. Yeah. League analyst Kyle, Southside. Sweet, sweet pod mother Liesl. I don't have any picks specifically, but I do believe Southside, quote, soccer club, will take it again. <laughs> um, I do want to talk about why my picks are bad news for Meridian Kessler United. Oh, yeah. Um, I picked Mapleton to win League One. They're going to come in second. 
I picked Southside to win League Two. They are currently in second. I, I picked Meridian Custler United to win the Indy Cup. The lowest they could come is second. Shit. I'm not saying I curse them, but I do understand if they blame me if they lose the Indy Cup. And Southside also comes second because it's not confirmed yet. Remind me who is in our Indy Cup final. One more time, please. Meridian Kessler United and Mapleton FC. And I would also like to ask yeah. if next year we can just pick who's going to come second because <laughs> maybe that can just be something you write on a paper that we seal up in an envelope like a time capsule. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Do Folks, you can find this information online. I'm not going to tell you where <laughs> it is, but it's, I mean, it's just easily accessible online. So that which we you, obtain too cheaply, we esteem too lightly. If I've never heard that before, but I really like that. Mark I think Twain. it's been in the podcast before. I say it all the time. Interesting. We want to talk uh, about any remaining League Two math. No. Uh, who is our transit leader right now? Let's do like our top three transit, top three volunteer, top three social. Transit our, right now is looking like Southside mm -hmm. Soccer Club. Top three. Well, I can't do that. Someone else has the to top three to right now is Southside Soccer Club one point seven zero four according to this piece of paper. Athletico Pogues run second one point six eight zero. And then third place, Mapleton, way to transit, 1.524. I'm just going to do the top two because no one else is close. It is going to be between Eletico Pogues Run Social and Southside Social. And there is only 0.3 difference between those two teams. Cole is aware. <laughs> thank and you for bringing it up again. We have two for volunteer. Maxed out at three. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but one's a lot higher than the other. And then also shout out to Midtown and third, who was the only other team that eclipsed two points, 2.155. Spoiler, I'm about to turn in 12 points for myself over just the last week. So, risky. What? Well, I mean, frisky. I mean, and this is what we came down to last year. Like, do we decide the winner by who maxed out first or who ended up with the most? And either way, Garfield has the volunteer point win. But something we should think about for the bylaws, the rules, the laws as they are. There's a bunch of lawyers in this league. Tell us what you think. I would go with just the most at the end rather than first. It keeps people volunteering. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd rather have consistency over a one-time thing. I agree. I feel like that's worthy of a trophy. Not to say that you know a big volunteer event is not, but... Over to continuing to gauge engage with your community. Overall ICF point leaders. We've got six point nine seven five the pogies. Holy moly. Kind of still on their heels, but still incredible. Six point two oh nine Southside Soccer Club. And I think the next closest is Garfield. Five point seven two one. Look at my aunt. Who would have thought? It's important. It is. It really makes a difference. You know, Southside has that 6.2 in ICF points. Without it, we would be at 19 points. We would be well out of, you know. Pogues Run would have been relegated like months ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, Pogies. We still love you. You guys, any other business we need to wrap up before our last week of regular season? Do you have any Bachelor updates? Um, Later this month, after the soccer season, 
Um, Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise premiering on Thursday nights together. Um, I can't wait. It's a nice replacement for soccer for me. Both Roman Grosjean and DHL are departing the 28 car and Andretti, and I'm sad because that was my childhood. Moving on. I might be able to go to a Colts game with Alexander Rossi. <laughs> Flex. What? No further information will be given. <laughs> Again, every day I learn more about Shelby. <laughs> And I love it all. And now everyone has to give an update. On? Anything. Do I give another update? I started making friendship bracelets. If you want one, let me know. I do. Thank it's you. very healing to make. It's just fun. <laughs> There's going to be a fall league. There is going to be a fall league. We'll talk more about that next week when we have all the details hammered out of which six teams will be participating. I started making TikToks again. Follow me on TikTok. A wild Kyle. Um, we are. That's we didn't amazing. say this. We're recording live for the first time in Liesl and Kyle's house apartment. We are. Woo. It's beautiful. It has a water feature outside. We saw some fish. No turtle. I've been told there's a turtle sometimes. There is. I'm going to check it out on the way out. Um, last week. Let's do it. Dun, 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 dun. This is not. And for one last time. Last. Last regular. One last time, we'll see you all on the pitch. This episode of Indy City Football Live is brought to you by Turketti's in Indianapolis. Turketti's, nobody beats our meats. Once the 87th most popular U.S. soccer podcast for one day in July 2022, this show is brought to you by an all-star cast of Indianapolis Super Volunteers. Executive producer, host, engineer, and editor, Jason Racefan Chisholm. Executive producer, show host, porch host, and bachelorette expert in residence, Carrie Slow Hockey on Grass Burge. Assistant to the producers, league analyst, and vice shadow commissioner, Cole For the Bush Street. Manager of the assistant to the producers, and owner of the first legit city football tattoo, Shelby, that's really her name, Street. Executive producer, occasional interviewer, and league commissioner, Jordan, the ghost of Smoke Mountain Updike. Along with these Hoosiers and a litany of partners, sponsors, players, and random people who walked into the studio because they saw us on Twitter, this has been Indy City Football Live, created by the Pod Squad and brought to you by Turketti. Jason was tired of our nonsense. You made them up. It sounds like you just made it up. <laughs>